This call is being recorded. Hey, everybody, and welcome back in to Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Oh, good, good. You know, how the, everybody says this all the time. The off week came at a great time. Everybody, almost everyone says that in every situation. And uh, it's true again. The off week even came at a good time for me. I needed the break. Yeah, I think we all did. I'll, I'll say this. I, th- I don't think the off week came at a great time for Ole Miss back when they took it like early in the season before our game. I think they would have been yep. much better off if they took it right around now. So I'm glad we have it when we have it. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. want to thank Rock Auto for always um, sponsoring our podcast. We appreciate those guys so much over there, and I'll talk about them here in just a little bit. Uh, meanwhile, Jimmy, um, you know, it's Tuesday. I don't like to talk about the – NFL Bama yet because we hadn't had the Monday night. I could talk about it because really, I guess Seattle and the Saints were not going to have a lot of Bama stuff. But uh, instead, just going to jump around a little bit. And then I'm going to ask you some questions in the next couple of segments, just let you answer. I thought Bama Online had a um, very cool segment where they gave away their uh, midseason awards for the year so far. And, you know, it's a good time to do it right in the middle of everything. Um, And I'm trying to find where the heck they were uh, because I can't find them right now. But uh, anyway, I know that they had um, as the offensive MVP, Bryce Young. I mean, kind of a no-brainer, right? I can't imagine that I would uh, consider anyone else. Now, I do think Evan Neal has played really well. But uh, let's be honest, he's not the reason Alabama is winning the games every week. The answer to that is uh, is Bryce. And I would be fine if, if, if someone says uh, B-Rob deserves mention, Jamison Williams deserves mention, even Mechie with the last two or three games deserves mention, Evan Neal deserves mention. But really, this is just a no-brainer. The offensive MVP is, is Bryce Young. And, uh, and, and, and sometimes people just automatically give it to the quarterback. But no, 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 Bryce Young has been spectacular. And then the uh, defensive MVP, again, to me, it seems like a no-brainer is Will Anderson. I mean, uh, the the two guys, in my opinion, that should be in the top ten of Heisman voting, uh, if not top five. I mean, Will Anderson's been a monster, and um, Bryce Young is putting up monster numbers. So I feel like both of those guys should be in it. And I think clearly those two are the offensive and defensive MVPs. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Uh, you can throw in other names on defense, but no one has a case. No one has a case for it that stands anywhere close to uh, what Will's is. Will is unquestionably the defensive MVP, and it brings up, you know, uh, not to go negative just yet, but, you know, the negatives about the team, the mistake-prone team, the team that lacks leadership. Uh, it's because, in part, the two best players on the team – by a metric mile, are true sophomores, two second-year kids. And uh, that explains, to me, a lot about the team in the season. The top newcomer, Jamison Williams, I mean, again, boy, it's almost like, why the hell are we talking about this? this everybody knows this. You really can't even put anybody else. You, there's nobody else to even consider as top newcomer, right? No, I mean, uh, Toho Toho in some other years could be that guy, but, but, but he, he hasn't made close to the impact. I don't think that Jamison Williams has. 
here's what's weird, Luke, and I've never really thought about it to this moment, which which means this is a great subject uh, because even I, uh, who all day think about Alabama football every day, I hadn't really thought of this, but you know, almost every year there's at least one, if not two or three, true freshmen that that battle their way into the lineup and end up being dudes and a key part of the success. That hasn't happened this year at all. There is no true freshman. JoJo Earl plays. Dallas Turner has played. Kool-Aid has played and even won a player of the week, but he's not a starter. Uh, There just hasn't been an impact of any level from the true freshman group. And, uh, A, that's very unusual under Nick. And secondly, uh, is, again, another explanation for not having the total amount of dudes we normally have. Yeah, it is weird because this class, you know, had so much promise. And speaking of this class, uh, Ajay Hall, any news thoughts going on there? I mean, he's sort of the the talk du jour, which means talk of the day. Uh, Sort of a dumb and dumber reference, kind of, sort of. Um, So, yeah, have have you heard anything on him lately? Uh, nothing new beyond, uh, you know, Saban's mini rant when the game was over. He seemed more upset at the media than Ajay, and then Ajay had another tweet that was more uh, up for debate as to what the hell he's talking about. So maybe that makes this less bad. But uh, right now it's fair to say this isn't trending in a positive direction in terms of Ajay ever being an asset to Alabama football. It's not trending in a good direction. And I hope for the kids' sake, he turns it around. Uh, We said this before on the podcast. It's important enough to say again because of how true it rings. But uh, a kid like Ajay, he needs Alabama and Nick Saban more than Alabama. Nick Saban need him. And and, and I hope someone close to him helps him see that, uh, that this is the best thing for him. Imagine, Luke, imagine... I mean, I know we have fans frustrated they haven't seen him because, of course, we have some fans that think he's Randy Moss. But, hey, let me tell you, if he was Randy Moss, unless he was on a no-fly list or some sort of terrorist watch list, he would be playing regardless of his attitude. Uh, really, you know, the kids with the attitude, I mean, they have to, the squeeze has to be worth the juice, and it's, it's not with him yet. But let's pretend for one second he signed with the program that uh, that just put him out there, that, hey, uh, okay, you're a freshman, you're a star, you had a good spring game, we're just going to put you out there. And never made him earn it, never made him go through the process, never made him improve, just handed it to him. That kid will be screwed for life. And I know he doesn't see that today, but you and I are both old enough to know that's true. Well, we've actually kind of seen it back in 2007 with DJ Hall in a way, didn't we, when he was suspended before the game and then came in after half? I think Saban learned his lesson on that, frankly, and I think we all kind of did. Um, and it's you know you've learned a lesson on it when everybody – that's what everybody remembers DJ Hall for, not his acrobatic catches uh, like against Tennessee where he caught one from Brody Curl that was just thrown up and he was able to twist in the wind and pick it up uh, out of the air. Nothing like that. We remember him for that moment against La Monroe. So uh, maybe we all learned to listen in. And that's where we all grow, Jimmy. And speaking of growing, if you want to grow your bank account, prize picks. 
prizepicks.com. You can use our award-winning app if you want to, whichever way you want to go with this. It's a leader in college sports daily fantasy. Prize Picks offers more college football props than anyone in the world and offers all the star players of the Power Five as well as the mid-majors you might not even heard of. Prize Picks offers any prop you can think of from yardage to touchdowns, even interceptions thrown. So look, if you had Zach Wilson under 250 yards, and if you had, oh, I don't know, two over 270 yards on Sunday, and you combine those two, eh, you just did pretty well for yourself. You can use promo code locked on. All of our listeners that deposit and use promo code locked on will receive a 100% instant deposit matchup to $100. Put $100 in, you get to play with 200. You pick two to five players and an over under on their projections, and you went up to 10 times on any entry, and it's just you versus the projected numbers. Go to prizepick.com or go to Prize Picks award winning app on any store where you get apps. That's, uh, you know, iPhone store, is it the Apple store, whatever, uh, Android store, Walmart, I don't care where you get your apps. You can find prize picks and that their app is badass. Go check it out. Use promo code locked on. Also, I want to tell you about rockauto.com. All the parts your car will ever need, Rock Auto. I'm going to sing it every time. I don't care how many times you tell me to stop. I'm going to keep singing it. Rockauto.com is where you go to get that car parts you need. For rock bottom prices, the same caliber of part that you get at any of the box stores, but it's a lot cheaper and it'll get to you. I mean, practically just as fast because face it, when you go to the big box stores, they probably have to order your part anyway. And this little dirty secret is they might be ordering it from Rock Auto as well. Why don't you just order it direct from Rock Auto and save that cash? RockAuto.com has all the parts your car will ever need. They sing it to you so you don't forget it. Go check them out. The prices are unbeatable. The website is easy to navigate. All that stuff is crucial. RockAuto.com. Go check them out. All right, Jimmy, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions here. and You just, um, you know, fill in with whatever answers you feel appropriate. All right. Good? Sure. Shoot. Oh, okay. I, I thought you may have perished. Um, <laughs> I'm st- by the way, somebody did tweet at you about the where's the beef thing. I mean, that was. Yeah, I did. That if was, you missed yesterday's. How's a brain toot if there ever was one? Um, <laughs> well, I'll have those. I only say Where's brain toot because I hate the word fart. I hate that word. <laughs> you know how some people hate the word moist? Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm much better with moist. Like, I, I moist to me didn't have a, as many of the uh, horrible connotations. I, th- I think of pound cake. I like, but moist. I hear moist, cake. and I think of uh, Professor Clump's grandmother. Boy, okay, my answer is weird. Yours is worthy of therapy. I just always um, heard, no, I don't think of it. She just said that uh, at one of her uh, uh, dining room uh, tr- uh, diatribes at the dinner table that uh, oh, Stone Phillips, the NBC reporter, was is the only white man that ever made her moist. I remember and, uh, that. Well. I hear moist, and I just remember that line forever because I think I laughed for a month. All right, Jimmy. I'm still laughing. That was like a decade ago. That is oh, well, more than that, 20 years oh, ago. Um, <laughs> okay. All right, Jimmy, is Bryce yep. Young the Heisman Trophy leader right now? Uh, probably not. Um, I, I would say if the voting was today that Matt Corral would win, and uh, I, it would be wrong. Uh, I, I just did this comparison earlier today on the on three board. Uh, Bryce's numbers pretty much across the board are just better than Matt's. 
even if you take into account Bryce has played a, a whole game that Matt hasn't because Alabama's played eight games and Ole Miss played seven. Ole Miss will catch Alabama this weekend. But, but Matt, to catch Bryce's numbers, would have to complete 47 passes against Auburn for 500 yards. And while I would sort of like to see that because I would laugh and it would be great, and I'm like, hey, way to go, Matt, if he completes 47 passes for 500 yards, uh, I hope he does that. But, uh, but he's not going to do that. So Bryce's numbers are better and more efficient uh, across the board. Uh, now, where Matt's got him beat is on some rushing yards uh, because, you know, Bryce doesn't run it as much as Corral does. But uh, Bryce should win the Heisman over Corral. But just my read, taking the temperature of the nation and the nation full of Heisman voters, I think basically Alabama fatigue would uh, cost Bryce today, and it would be Matt Corral. Yeah, except I don't know that the voters in this have as much Alabama fatigue as the folks on Twitter who do their own little straw polls for Heisman trophies. That would be my take on that. And here's the other thing. Ole Miss, uh, I mean, yeah, they do have the game against Auburn uh, coming up, and Matt Corral has an opportunity there because it sounds like Auburn could have some dudes suspended on the defense. I, that has not come out yet, but that has been a strong rumor. Who knows? So he has a chance to do well there. He's also going to have a chance against A&M. But I think Bryce is going to be able to really put up some nice stats against LSU. He's going to be able to, you know, then have a good game against New Mexico State, which is atrocious. And then he's he's going to play Arkansas, which is susceptible to the pass. I mean, they let Bo Nix throw all over him. And then he's going to be playing an Auburn team that's susceptible to the pass. So I think Bryce has a lot of opportunities here to really jump to the forefront. And I want to say this again. You know, this would be a year where somebody different should win a Heisman, because, even though I love what Bryce Young is doing. Um, though I love it, it feels a little different. Um, his – it's this, I guess the good news is he still has a lot of growing to do and he's this awesome now. I think Bryce Young is fantastic. I mean, I don't, but I think you're right. You said it the other day on the podcast. I think some folks would rank Bryce Young as the fourth best quarterback in this latest line of, of big time quarterbacks we've had. And, um, but I, the good news is I think by the time he's out of here, I'm going to assume after in the next year, he could easily be number one. He could easily own just about every single record passing-wise in the Alabama record book. So um, he's got a lot of room for improvement. And I think this could be one of the years, though, that he wins the Heisman this year, then has a much better year next year, and doesn't win it. That's my guess. Yeah, I mean, he might carry that mantle of favorite into next year. And it, it's hard to, to win that thing when you're the favorite in, in May, June, and July. Uh, that, that makes it even – even tougher, but uh, he deserves it. Let me tell you what you know, a guy tweeted about last night, Drake London. Win enough games and USC's not on a big enough stage and they're in the West Coast. So he, he's probably not going to win it. and might even be lucky to get in the top ten. But I, I don't see how this can be ignored. Last year, a wide receiver won it. I think Alabama fans are familiar with this. Devontae Smith. We're just seven, eight games into this season, but Drake London – has more catches for more yards than Devontae Smith had one year ago. Now, he's got to continue that level of production. But, uh, but to this point, like I said, Drake London, more catches for more yards than Devontae Smith's had. And Drake London will be a top 10 pick in the NFL draft. He's a pro prospect to go along with that college production. 
Hi, buddy. Right now, I want to talk about SweatBlock. SweatBlock.com is where you want to go. You want to use promo code LOCKED ON there to get 20% off. SweatBlock is amazing. It really is. They're all these stories that we keep getting in. Look, we, we heard from this soccer player. It's another success story about uh, SweatBlock. He heard us talking about SweatBlock on one of the podcasts through the Locked On family. Thought it was too good to be true. But he was always the wettest guy after practice and games, like soaking wet. So he thought he'd give SweatBlock a shot. He tried it on his armpits. The next practice, his armpits were dry at, while everything else was wet. I guess he should try it on the other parts too, is what I'm thinking, Jimmy, A. Eh? So he says he didn't have to reapply it for nine days. It's usually said it'd be seven days, but sometimes it's nine days. That's crazy. It's doctor created, doctor recommended, dry shirt guarantee. If sweat block doesn't keep you dry, you get your money back. Not just for armpits, it's for your chest, your back, your feet, your hands. Use it anywhere. And I mean anywhere that sweats. Go check them out, sweatblock.com. Use promo code locked on for a 20% discount. Now, you can also go to Amazon and CVS and use it if you'd like to or order it there, but you don't get that 20% discount. You only get that at sweatblock.com with promo code locked on. Go check them out, sweatblock.com. All right, Jimmy, a couple other questions. Um, who needs to step up in these last four games, in your opinion? Okay, we got LSU, New Mexico State, Arkansas, and Auburn. Now, that is not murderer's row. In fact, I would venture to say there is at least a 50-50 shot. Not one of these teams is ranked when we play them. Um, now, Auburn could be, Arkansas could be, LSU and New Mexico State will not be. But um, and LSU looks like they have mailed it in now officially. And New Mexico State mailed it in whenever their program started. So, um, you know, the three of these games are at home, three in a row. That's nice. But who needs to step up to allow Alabama to take that next step to, which leads to my next question, I'll just let let you answer them together, potentially beat Georgia. Can Alabama do that? Do they have the potential to beat Georgia? Uh, The second question is yes, and and I'll answer the the player question to sort of get to it. Um, I I have a pretty easy – it's not just one or two guys, it's a few, and I would say the guys that have to step step up over the last third of the season are guys that we perceived to have a ton of talent, real good players that haven't been that great. Not yet. And and I'll start with Jaleel Billingsley. He's supposed to be good. He's supposed to be making a difficult decision about whether to stay in school or go pro. Dude, don't go pro now. Not based off off the first two-thirds of the season. He's got to do a lot better. A couple of those offensive linemen, Emil Echior, I don't think he's played like an all-SEC guard this season, and a lot of people thought he would be an all-SEC guard based on his play this season. So far, I haven't seen it. I would like to see Darian Dalcourt play better so we go into next year knowing who the center will be. Uh, Dalcourt, I don't think, has played good enough to end the questions about who might be the center next year. So Dalcourt has to play better. JoJo Earl, I hate putting anything like that on a freshman to say is disappointing. JoJo Earl has earned opportunities. He's earned that by getting on the field, playing with the first team, but he hasn't done much with those opportunities. So he's one that has to step up. And defensively, I would just look at some potential all-SEC-type talents that aren't having all-SEC-type years. LeBron Ray, Christian Harris, Henry To'o To'o, and maybe uh, Jordan Battle, uh, who did have uh, a nice game, you know, of course, uh, two weeks ago. Um, But – I think all of those guys are potential all-SEC players that have not had all-SEC seasons. 
But if those dudes that I just named, if those guys do step it up, then, uh, then yeah, this team can beat Georgia. Here, here's one area, Luke, where I think we match up with Georgia well, and that is it is very conceivable that an improved Alabama defense could hold Georgia in that 17, 20, 21 area. Now, again, it has to be an improved Alabama defense that plays better than what they've played so far, but that is conceivable. Georgia's offense is not a juggernaut, and and Alabama's defense at times has been really good. If those two things match that night, Georgia not having a great night offensively, Alabama having a big night defensively, and you can hold Georgia to 17 to 20, now you've given the Alabama offense a chance to win the game. Because our offense can beat anyone, including Georgia. But what I don't want to see is, Luke, if our defense forces our offense to score 40 to win that game, forget it. Forget it. It it won't happen. Not against that defense. And I have a high, you know, respect for what Alabama and Bryce are doing on offense. But don't force us to score 40 to win the game. It won't happen. So it's on the defense. The defense has to continue to improve, continue to get better, eliminate mistakes, and play its best game of the year against Georgia, holding them to somewhere in that 17 to 21 area. And if they do, uh, Alabama's offense could win the game by scoring in the mid to high 20s. And I, you know, I hate to sort of get rid of my get rid of myself. I I think a lot of people would like if I got rid of myself. I hate to get ahead of myself. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't get rid of yourself. I hate to get ahead of myself in the whole Alabama Georgia thing because, frankly, I mean, neither one of us has made it there yet. Now, Georgia will make it after they uh, spank Florida this weekend, which I assume will happen. And then they basically coast into the SEC title game. And there's, you know, this is a topic for another day, but I think that can be a positive for Alabama in the sense that, you know, I look back at, we're all going to look back at Georgia's schedule and say, you know, man, they avoided Alabama in the regular season, Ole Miss, Texas A&M, who are arguably the top three teams in the West. And and they played, uh, you know, a fine Arkansas team. I mean, they they were exposed a little bit. They don't have the horses. We know that. And they played an Auburn team under a new regime that, uh, you know, just doesn't have the offensive firepower to match, to, to, to even give them a threat. And Georgia's owned them regardless. So, and then the East has been just, boy, uh, just a paperweight. So, and then they played Clemson, obviously, and and Clemson's awful. So we're going to look back and say they really haven't been tested. And so maybe that is a positive for us. I don't know. That's a long way off, but it's just a thought I had. And I hate to uh, have these brilliant thoughts and not put them down into Uh, our podcast. (laughs) Um, There you go. But Jimmy... That'll do it for this episode. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Really do appreciate you guys. Be sure to rate us on uh, iTunes or whatever. We would appreciate that. And uh, until tomorrow, everybody, roll tight. Roll tight.